Shut the fuck up. Hell yeah. Season two, episodes four and five, also known we as Think. We, we never start with Think. think. I know. I always forget. I always forget. Chapter 29, roll the theme forget. music. Oh, we're so thirsty, but we cannot drink after all the one fourth have rested in peace. We can't find something that makes us come up. Break down the walls and eat all your monte. If you come attack us, you become delicious like gross, and we won't feel bad for you at all. And if you're in the server clubs, you become a server coach. When we see green, we have a ball. Two, one. Listener poll. Is that entertaining for you? <laughs> On God, I'm editing this episode uh, and that's staying in. Uh, hi, welcome to Tea Time with Titans, an Attack on Titan rewatch podcast where we also sometimes drink tea. My name is Sullivan Harris, the big schnoz titan. And today I am drinking uh, peppermint tea because it's December, it's Christmas time, and I wanted to feel a little bit festive today. This is also my second time watching the show, and I am watching the dub this time. Ben, I'm drinking vanilla chai tea. I don't have any more new teas because I have like seven or eight boxes <laughs> of tea now, so I got to start getting through them. I'm the beer tits and ass titan, and I'm the sub, dub, and manga consumer. Now, Ben, did you say I'm Ben? Because through Discord, I think it might have cut off the I'm, and so you just went... Ben. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, I said I'm Ben, I think. Maybe, I don't I know. I got that too. Also, on that same note, I did not pick this up because it was festive. I picked this up because it was the uh, only new tea left in my tea box. And I found it like at the bottom of the pile under the 12 other kinds of teas I've already drank for this show. Oh, wait, I have to introduce myself. Uh, I'm Brian. I'm the, I'm the, what am I? The Sonic the Hedgehog Titan. Hell and yeah, as always, are. I don't have any. Uh, tea, because that's my bit now. And that's why I have to say sometimes drink tea at the beginning of the podcast. It's not because Ben and I are ever not drinking tea. It's because <laughs> you specifically are it's never drinking me. tea. Yeah. I never drank tea in my life. Is that true? He drank lotion once. <laughs> that Yeah, I literally, I drank lotion on the show before I ever drank tea. Unprompted. I think we should add. Neither of us asked him to do that. No, I just did it on he a just whim for no had reason. Lubiderm. Uh, let's name drop him, shall we? So, like I said in the intro, uh, this week we watched chapters twenty nine, which is called Soldier, and chapter thirty, which is called Historia. That's also season two, episodes four, and episodes five for the uh, uninitiated. <laughs> I don't know. So let's jump right into Soldier. We start out, we, we're back at this tower, uh, which our, our favorite heroes are stuck in right now. It's Connie, Berthold, Reiner, Ymir, Krista, uh, and then a couple of like higher up soldiers that we are just kind of meeting for the first time. There's like Nanaba, who's the, the cute lady. Mm -hmm. And then the guy's name, it starts with a G, right? It's like... Galgar. Galgar? Like the Pokemon? <laughs> That's a Pokemon. I'm not crazy, right? Maybe. <laughs> I stopped keeping track after there were like 400 of them. I'm oh, thinking again, okay, Gar. So dumb, dumbass. Whoa. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> Ben's, Ben's throwing missiles and we're only five minutes in. 
<laughs> well, I mean, that's like one of the 150. Like, you should know that. You're right. Can I just say, I don't know, I don't know why, even after watching both these episodes, I don't understand why I can't watch episode six yet. Yeah, so it'll be a big surprise for you. Oh, okay. I thought I thought I was gonna know. For anyone who is rewatching, uh, you know why he can't watch episode six. For anyone who's watching it for the first time, uh, just know that next week you've got a, a fucking banger in store for you. But so we're at this castle. Titans are storming it, and then something I noticed is that the Beast Titan has the world's tiniest six pack. <laughs> that it's not proportional to him at well, all. Well, the, the the Beast Titan is probably the weirdest proportion Titan of them all. Like, because he's like I said before, eight. he's shaped like a wine glass. Like he has this yeah. massive torso <laughs> that then comes down to his like hips, and it he and he's got these like lanky arms that go to his like knees. Little drop. If you are caught up and you are watching season four currently, uh, you can go over to T. Time with Titans extras uh, because we did an episode on the the episode that just dropped. But in that episode, we talked about how the Beast Titan just looks fucking weird. So I tried to like take notes on what it was about him that I thought was weird. And I think the biggest thing is just I don't like the hairline. <laughs> I don't like that he has a stomach hairline on either side. <laughs> I gotta pull up reference images here. It looks like he's wearing little pants and like a tight little uh, crop top shirt. <laughs> I feel like you're in dangerous territory again, Brian. Maybe I should look up a picture and send it to you. I think it makes him look like he's wearing uh, clothes that someone in like the early 2000s would wear. The hair doesn't even look like anything that would be on a normal... Because he's supposed to be kind of like an ape, isn't he? he, He's like one of those like fashion people. I don't know if you've seen this where it's like... It's just like... The entire torso is exposed, and they just have like yeah. something on their shoulders and pants. Yeah. He's, he's like a fashion influencer. And also, he has that fat belly. Like, he's got a six pack yeah. ab, but a fat belly. Yeah, a six pack, but a beer gut. <laughs> well, either a fat belly or a massive uterus. Maybe he's pregnant. Oh, fuck. Spoilers. <laughs> but something that happens is showing all the Titans storming the castle, and two of them just start like tussling. They start like wrestling around on the ground. Yeah. Have we really seen Titans like attack each other? Because this seems new. I think we have, haven't we? I'm trying to think if we've ever seen Titans like this. Well, I know that we saw the Titans attack Annie when she was in her Titan form, but that seems mm-hmm. different because she's actually like human. Yeah, we, we've seen a Titans attack Annie. We've seen Titans attack Aaron. I don't think we've seen just Titans on Titan brawling though. Yeah, so that confused me. Also, it was just funny because they were both little ones and they were just kind of rolling around on each other. We see we see some teeny tiny titans this episode. Yeah, and it, I, it's kind of funny because we've seen the small ones before, but they still had normal human proportions. And the small ones we've seen in this episode and then also like the big schnoz titan have like these insane like big heads. They look like uh, the chibi Marvel characters when people draw them like babies. Yeah. Anyways, that was our 10 minutes on the first 30 seconds of this episode. (laughs) Hope you liked it. But we go into a flashback, so we cut back two hours before uh, the Titans attack this castle. Yeah, I like this whole sequence of events where it's like we do a lot of like jumping around in time where, you know, we'll go a few hours forward, go a few hours back. And then I just I really like the nonlinear kind of time telling going on. Not a ton happens in here. Like, they're kind of all just, like, sitting around waiting for daylight, I guess. They're, like, talking to each other. Pompadour guy comes in. He finally found some alcohol. But we get this interesting detail that he can't read 
the label of whatever he finds. And then we have the conversation between Connie and the crew where Connie's kind of mm. still freaking out about his hometown. Like the like I think Ymir might ask him about his hometown, like whatever happened there. He's like, it was destroyed. He goes through all the details of like how nobody was there. There was no blood, but all the buildings were destroyed and all the like weird sort of inconsistent things we learned in the last episode. Yeah. Then he adds this thing on the end, which like has kind of been implied, but it, this is the first time it's like stated of like that thing reminded me of my mom, that Titan that was like crashed through the ceiling of the building. Reiner just instantly goes back into, dude, you're crazy. Like you were just seeing things. And that, but Ymir just is a total dick. Ymir is classic Ymir. She's like so mean about it. She just starts laughing at him. And she's you fucking like, idiot. Yeah, she's like poking at all of his weakest spots. He's like, wow, I knew that you were the dumbest of the crew, but I didn't know you were this dumb. Like just l- fucking laying it on him. And then my favorite is when she starts going into the whole thing of, well, if your mom's a Titan, your dad must be a Titan too. Otherwise, how are they going to fuck? <laughs> yeah, and then <laughs> Connie's basically just like, okay, whatever. I get it. Shut the fuck up. But yeah, everyone heads to bed. Like, again, it's a very low-key sort of scene. But then later, Ymir is kind of like digging through a storage closet, uh, looking through like the food items. And Reiner comes in and he's like, yo, what are you doing? And Ymir's like, yo, what are you doing? And for some reason, they both accuse each other of being gay (laughs) after Ymir accuses Reiner of trying to fuck her. I didn't get that. It's a weird scene. I didn't get that part. It's It it was so... It was kind of uncomfortable. I feel like it's a kind of like banter between them to kind of show the years of, you know, camaraderie, I guess, between them. I just think it's a bizarre because the show so far has very rarely gotten like sexual. But for some reason, <laughs> like in these couple of episodes, everyone's just talking about fucking. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's Ymir. Ymir's they're, a horny one. Yeah, they're all in their, their horny hours right now. But so Ymir pulls a can out of this thing she's trifling through. And we saw the end of this scene in the last episode. But now we're getting to see the full scene. And she's like, ah, I got some herring here. And uh, Reiner's basically like, oh, cool. Let me see that. And he picks it up. And he's like, what the heck is like? How can you read this? I don't understand anything that's on here. This is a different language. And then that scene gets like cut off abruptly when the Titans attack. And now we're caught up in real time. So we get some cool action sequence, right? We get uh, Nanaba and Galgar just kind of blasting through Titans that are coming up to the castle. But then we find out, like they land down on the ground and they see that the door has been smashed open and Titans have gotten inside. So they send like our, our crew of cadets down into the castle to try to like seal things up and stop them from getting to the top. I like this whole like series of events it's good like relationship building between all the characters there's a lot of fun like uh problem solving reiner is turning into like a complete badass hero because like the gist of it is reiner just like takes the lead he runs straight down the stairs he's like i'm gonna see how deep they are the rest of you just start finding shit we can use to fortify this place and when he does that barrett holt is like irritated yeah, I, I think Connie makes a co- comment of he's like, oh, Reiner always running ahead. And then Barrett Holt's like, yeah, it's a bad habit of his. I wrote down Barrett Holt's second line in the whole show. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. 
I think he speaks more in this episode and the next episode than he has in the entire first season and last three episodes combined. Yeah, I mean, he does get that interaction. He gets that interaction with Aaron and Armin way back in the training arc um, when Aaron's asking people about mm-hmm. how to like do it. And Barrett Holt was the one that was like, hey, you're from Shingon Shia. You're not like the rest of us. You've seen Titans. So you get that interaction. But yeah, Barrett Holt is quite quiet for most of the series. Yeah, no, I was trying to think of when were the other times Barrett Holt has talked, and that was the only other scene I could think of. Like, the singular only other scene. So Reiner fucking finds the Titans. He opens a door, and <laughs> I really like this reveal because they don't do, like, the typical... Oh, there we go. <laughs> Ben's showing us the manga page. It was so fucking good. This one part, when it just... It literally goes dead silent, and it just cuts to his point of view. Mm-hmm, and it mm-hmm. just shows the Titan like literally crawling up the stairs. Big smile on its face. Yeah, you know that like when you see something scary, you get that like rush of adrenaline. Yeah. That, like flows through your system. I got some of that. Like that happened to me a little bit when I saw that. It was actually kind of scary just because of the silence. Yeah. And speaking of like that moment of adrenaline, like at least for me, I always feel like time slows down when that happens. Like there's just like yeah. five seconds where I'm just completely taking in my surroundings, uh, but like only a second passes by. And like, that's what this feels like. Like, it's just a very good, like very well yeah. put together scene. And like, it doesn't do the jump scare what? thing of like revealing the Titan and then giving you a big like, Bwah! like it, it's yeah. just like quiet <laughs> and cool. What I also think is really cool about this show is when it gets tense and suspenseful like this, you never really know what the outcome's going to be. Like where I mm-hmm. think a lot of horror movies fail is like you can always predict right practically the split second of, OK, I know when the jump stairs coming. Whereas with Attack on Titan, you don't actually know what's coming. Like when they were doing the scene where they were in the dark riding along the wall, they were really setting it up like there was yeah. going to be Titans at any moment. But then it just turns out that everything was fine. Like there was no issue. And so sometimes you do, that pays off because you don't always know when the show is going tense and suspenseful, if it's going to be something bad or not. It plays with expectations really well. Yeah, we've mentioned this before, but I do think it's something that's like very rare and very special about the show. And it's just the fact of like, you don't know who's going to die when. Like anyone is fair game at any time. And like like you said, with a horror movie, it's like you instantly know, okay, everyone's going to die except maybe one or two people. So like you're expecting yeah, you- that. With like any other normal show, you're like, okay, no one's going to die because they're the main characters and you're expecting that. But this show rides that line. So like when you see Reiner open this door and he has this flash of like, is this it? Is this where I die? You're thinking along the same lines. You're like, holy shit, is this where Reiner's going to die? Yeah. Um, And you get a very interesting flashback. Yes. We see Reiner with some other people. And this third third person just like shoves Reiner out of the way to save him from this Titan being grabbed. It's definitely Reiner and Bertolt, right? And then a third one. It's pretty obviously Bertolt. And we don't, I haven't seen this third character. And I feel like, I don't know, this might just be my mind playing tricks on me. But I feel like when Aaron went to them to like talk to them about stuff, did they mention something about losing a friend? I feel like... That might have happened. I could just be 
making shit. Up. I do know that they they did talk about them being another like group of people that experienced the horrors of the Titan. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they specifically mentioned losing someone, but we do know that Reiner Bertholdt were with, with just inside Wall Maria. They were in yeah. one of those like outskirt villages. They said when they actually experienced the Titans, someone they're with gets eaten. Like it's really just a flash, like kind of like his life flashing before him kind of thing. So this Titan like punches through the door. Like Reiner's able to get the door closed and like the piece of wood that locks it down. But then it just punches through the wall and starts grabbing at him. And I love that like like Connie and Ymir and all of them, they find a cannon, but like they can't figure out how to use it or it's not loaded. So they're like, fuck it. We're just pushing they it just down the stairs. It right at him. Uh yeah, it's cool as hell. And they they take care of it. And like I like the little moment of like Connie being like, well, should I like, I've got this little knife. Should I stab it in the neck? And Bert, or <laughs> Reiner is like, don't do that. That's too much of a risk. <laughs> oh, and we also have, I think right before this too, like Bertholdt runs in and like saves Reiner by stabbing the thing in the face with a, like a hay, hay baler or whatever. I don't know what that thing would be called. It's a pitchfork. Pitchfork. There we go. That's a common word that I should... Hay baler? <laughs> you called it a fucking hay baler? Yeah, a hay baler is a bit larger and more mechanical. <laughs> it would be fucking hilarious if Beryl rode in on a hay baler, but unfortunately, that's not what we got. <laughs> what the fuck? But after they kill this titan, Ymir has this hilarious line she says something like and the miracles never cease ta-da but then they're like kind of packing things up and another titan comes out and is like going to grab connie and reiner just runs in and does this sick fucking move where he like palms it in the face to like push it out of the way (laughs) while also like shoving connie out of the way at the same time like this is a very reiner episode i love this dude I mean, I guess that would be a good transition into like, Brian, I feel like we haven't touched base on you like as to like who are your standout characters. Because the last time we asked, it was Annie and we all know how that went. My standout characters. Yeah, like is there anyone in particular that you're enjoying like the the character arcs of or just like them in general? I don't know. I don't... Really? You don't have a favorite character? I don't know if I have a favorite character. Brian, you're insane. First of all, I can't remember a goddamn thing to save my life. <laughs> yeah, you don't know their names. I can't remember any names. Little sidetrack, but like whenever I watch when we first started this series this podcast, I watched like the first couple episodes, maybe like a few days before the first podcast. And I was like, I don't remember a lot of the shit that happened in these episodes. So I was like, okay, so I'll I'll take I'll take the episodes and I'll watch them a little bit closer to when we actually record. I still didn't remember. Didn't and now I watched these I watched these episodes literally probably like two hours ago and I can't remember <laughs> fucking anything. <laughs> because I have the worst ADHD in the whole world. So Brian <laughs> <laughs> in addition to having never seen any anime before, including this show, uh, we now know has just been completely lost this entire podcast. Uh, and apparently has just been bullshitting everything. I can only remember like major, major plot points and that's it. No, that's not even true because it took you like an extra minute to remember the Beast Titan last episode. <laughs> Listen, 
Okay, he didn't have a name, so I knew him as the Ape Titan. So when you said Beast Titan, Brian, I was like, they confuse the you more when that? they have names. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, because I give them a name, so I'm like, oh, he's that. And then they give him a whole different name, like the oh. fucking Dickhead Titan. And I'm like, who is that? <laughs> Your brain is like, I've been calling him by my own name the whole time. You're right. I forgot that he is, in fact, the Curious George Titan. So I'll. I'll <laughs> oh yeah, he's a Curious George Titan. Okay, I'll speak to him by his real title from now on. I forgot about that. Um, we get back to the episode. We get a really <laughs> mysterious title card about the castle here. Oh yeah. I read like half of it before it disappeared and I didn't feel like going back and pausing it, but it sounded like <laughs> the, the the gist is that no one really knows where it came from. Yeah, just the origins are unknown. Which is weird because this is in the walls. Yeah. And it seems like shit in the walls they would know more about. Yeah, exactly, right? Very strange. Let's see. So they're kind of like licking their wounds after this point because uh, Reiner gets bit... <laughs> on the arm and this thing just latches onto him and Reiner just fucking picks it up, throws it over his shoulder. This, this is a smaller Titan. He throws Titan. it out the goddamn window. Yeah. This fucker. He was willing to go with it. He's about to dive straight out with it on his back. And then Connie's like, yo dude, hold up. I got this dagger. <laughs> like you don't need to do this, man. Yeah. And so luckily that doesn't happen. And afterwards, <laughs> Krista's kind of like tending to Reiner's wounds and she like rips a little bit off of his her dress and Reiner has a reaction. The sexual tension in this scene <laughs> was like off the charts. I swear to God. Yeah, right? I And there's like that little moment where Krista's like, don't worry, Reiner, I think he's going to be okay or whatever. And Reiner's like, yeah, I'll be fine. And then it cuts to his inner monologue for like a split second and he just goes, marry me. <laughs> And then right after that, it cuts to Ymir and she's like, you know, oh Krista, I, I kind of got a little scraped up too back there. <laughs> and Connie responds, so spit on it or something. <laughs> this whole part, this whole sequence was like, this was like the funniest shit that I could recall happening right? in the show. It was so good. We dive into like a fucking Monty Python sketch for a minute. <laughs> Back outside with the soldiers that are protecting the castle, all of a sudden, they just hear this like whistling noise and then their horses get decimated by a boulder. Another whistling noise and then the, so half of them just get wiped out by another flying boulder. Yeah, Lynn and Henning were their names. They all regroup back on top of the castle. Connie is instantly like, it was the beast titan, that bastard that climbed the wall. For being stupid, he picked that up really quickly. Right? And then we get like this kind of crazy like last stand sequence with uh, Nanaba and uh, Galgar. Because they're like completely running out of fuel. They're running out of fresh swords. And they're just trying to take out as many as they can before... They die, pretty much. We also get a shot of the Beast Titan, and he's making monkey noises. Yeah, he is ooing and eyeing as more Titans show up. He's, like, <laughs> pumping his fists as he's yelling. But there's a little sequence where Nanabun and Galgar meet back up. Galgar's like, ah, I got hit in the head, and he, like, falls off of the castle. Nanaba uses the last of her gas 
to run down and save him uh, and throw him back into the castle. But then she just gets immediately yoinked because she's out of gas. Galgar has the moment where he finally finds a bottle of alcohol, but it's empty. He can't drink it. And then he just gets grabbed anyway. Because Krista used the alcohol to clean Reiner's wound. Right. And then fucking Nanaba's death is nasty. Yeah, that one's pretty brutal. She's just like screaming like, Daddy, I'll be good. Yeah. Um, her like leg is ripped off, her arm is ripped off, and then yeah, she just gets yeah. That shit was a little traumatizing. A little bit, yeah. A little, a little more than most of the other Titan deaths. It was kind of more on screen than most of the ones we've seen so far. Usually yeah. they're like obscured a little bit. Uh, this was not obscured at all, and it was shown to us in very real time. Back on top of the castle, so Krista is just like immediately turns into a badass, and she's like. I'm going to go down there and I'm going to pummel him to the last breath and shit. Yeah. And Ymir basically screams at her and is like, no, you just want to die a hero and that'll be a waste and shit like that. And then Ymir is just like, all right, this is nuts. Connie, can I have the knife? Connie's like, yeah, here's my knife. And I like when she like pats Connie on the head and she's like, she's like, good boy, basically. <laughs> she's like, you're a good little soldier. <laughs> and everyone's just like, Ymir, what the hell are you planning on doing? And I love the like cut to a close up on her face. And she's just like, just going to give him a little hell. She says to Krista, like, remember what I told you on the snowy mountains that day or whatever the fuck she says. And then she sprints off the tower, fucking jumps down into the Titans slashes her hand and she's a titan and she's a fucking titan she's a fucking titan dude so where is your mind at right now brian i can definitely say i didn't see it coming right did you (laughs) expect there to be another titan in the survey corps because we kind of had that whole situation all last season and it seemed to be concluded but now i guess it's not i didn't think that there would be another human like Titan in this at all. I don't, I, mm-hmm. I literally, I was not expecting it. And this brings up so many questions. We know that Ymir can, for some reason, read another language. So, like, obviously, that somehow has something to do with her being a Titan, but like, for the life of me, I can't figure out fucking why that would be. Like, is there Titan <laughs> language and are Titans producing cans of herring? Uh, something else very interesting to note. We haven't seen this Titan before at all. Because like with Annie's reveal, we saw the female Titan and then discovered it was Annie. But this is a brand new Titan to us. Oh yeah, because it was shown in like the previous flashback. Yes. Wasn't it? <laughs> I'm surprised you picked that up, Brian. That was very quick. Well, because they showed the flashback the once before the reveal, and then after the reveal, they show it again. Yeah. That's why it stuck in my mind. So, I mean, yeah, we don't really get a good look at this Titan until the next episode, but yeah, we find out that, like, this is the Titan that ate whoever Barrett Holt and Reiner was with. Um, And they mention that in the next episode. Like, Reiner starts kind of losing his mind and is like, that's the Titan. (laughs) That's the one. (laughs) But yeah, just an insane reveal. Uh, absolutely crazy. And then we go into the next episode, which is called Historia. And instead of, you know, giving us what we want and jumping straight into the action and like figuring shit out, we cut to a flashback. (laughs) (laughs) And this is like a deep flashback. This is like years ago, back when everyone was in training. And they're on this like snowy hike up a mountain as part of their training. 
And I think the mid car explained why, but I didn't read it. <laughs> so the mid car just talked about uh, Titans. So Titans get their power from sunlight. So in a blizzard, they're actually powerless because of the clouds from like snowing. So oh. if you can train to move quickly in the snow, you'll actually fare well against Titans and like a winner terrain but i thought a really cool detail that they could just kind of throw in there that this winter training is just like extra credit basically like it boosts your score oh really yeah oh yeah because yamir is like yamir says that like daz shouldn't be doing this to boost his score if he wasn't fit to survive and i honestly was kind of confused about that so i'm i'm glad you said that we cut to so aaron mikasa and armin they're like they made it they finished the hike they're at like this camp uh at the top of the mountain and we find out that Daz, Ymir, and Krista are missing. Um, they didn't make the hike. And so Aaron, and I thought it was cute that also Marco immediately are just like, well, we're going back to get them right now. <laughs> yes. But their superiors are like, no, you're not. You're going into bed. We'll send a search team out for them tomorrow. But then we find out that that's not going to be good enough because Krista is single-handedly dragging like a frozen Daz uh, through the woods um, on like a makeshift sling. Ymir is pissed about it. She's like, why are you doing this? Like, just let Daz go. He's not going to make it. And if we keep trying to drag him like this, then, well, I mean, more specifically, if you keep trying to drag him like this, we're both going to die because of it. We get like a, a, a bit more of an in-depth glimpse into Krista's character because I feel like we don't really know too much about who she is. But she is just like, achingly hopeful. Yes. Because Ymir is like, our two options are we let Daz die and we get back alive or we keep doing this and then we die here with him. And then Chris is like, no, because you're forgetting about the third option, which is you're wrong and we all make it back alive. Yes. I like this moment. We kind of seen her do this before where she's like saying to Ymir, then you go back, save yourself. I'll carry Daz myself. But the way she says it, and I can't even replicate it. There's just no malice in what she's saying. Like, it seems to be a genuine, like, dude, like, go save yourself. Like, that's the right choice right now, you know? <laughs> yeah, everyone has basically, everyone has described Krista as an angel up to this point. <laughs> Ymir is a stark contrast to the way <laughs> yeah. she views Krista. <laughs> it's funny because, like, they're a stark contrast, like, in personality, also visually. <laughs> Yes. Like different hair colors, like completely different sizes. Um, yeah, she's a lot taller. I know. Y Ymir might be like the tallest woman in the Survey Corps. She, she's she pretty tall. She might be tall. the tallest person in the Survey Corps. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> Barrett Holt's like 6'3". Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, but he doesn't speak, so I don't see him. <laughs> but Ymir goes on this rant of like, you are just doing this because you want to die, Krista. You're... You just want to die a hero. And she's very mean about it. Again, like she doesn't hold back uh, whatsoever. And Kreese is kind of like pushing against it. Like, no, that's not what's happening. That's not what's happening. And then Ymir says this line of, you're the mistress's daughter with a price on her head. Which finally we're getting a little bit of insight into what we learned a couple episodes ago, which is Kreese's for some reason is important. And also, Ymir knows something about Krista that the rest of us don't know. And we get this flashback where Ymir is explaining that she just happened to be in the right place at the right time and heard like these uh, like nobles or whatever talking about how some big wig had an illegitimate daughter and 
That's Krista. Well, it's specifically the wall church people, which is important because it's tying it back to why mm. um, Nick, the uh, pastor Nick, knows about Krista and told Hanji, like, this right, is right, the right. person wet, that we're keeping an eye on. So something about the wall church in this noble family, there's this illegitimate daughter, that's Krista, and she's important for some reason. And that's pretty much what we get. And then we also have this like little look into Ymir where she's like, well, I mean, Krista basically doesn't deny all that nonsense. Mm-hmm. And Ymir's like, and I relate to you. Like, there's a lot about me that is similar to what has happened with you. And so we kind of like start to get like understand why Ymir sticks around Krista so much, even though they're complete opposites. And then Ymir goes on this rant about like how, look, we were fucked over, dude. And you think that the best way to get back at them is to die a hero. It's not. Like, the sweetest revenge is just surviving, like, living, you know, when they don't want you to. Living your life as you. They come up to this cliff. They find out that they kind of, like, overshot the camp. And now it's like, there's no way that they can walk Daz down to the camp in time. They know that for a fact. And Ymir is like, so we have a slight chance here. If we just yeet him over the cliff, there is a 1% chance he'll live compared to the 0% chance of trying to drag him all the way back down. Krista goes against this. She's like, no, nah, it's not going to work. And Ymir's just like, all right, fuck it. And she like picks up Krista and hugs her down a hill. <laughs> she just throws <laughs> Krista, yeah. When I first watched it for a split second, I thought she was just going to throw Krista Over off the cliff. The cliff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but then Krista climbs back up, and when she gets there, there's nothing there. And right before she gets to the top, we do see a lightning strike, which we now know because of what we learned in the previous episode is the lightning strike of a titan. And so basically, Ymir turns into a titan for him to grab Daz, climb down the cliff, and... Get him to safety. Aaron and the crew are so nice. I like the the little scene where, like, it's just, again, more like relationship building stuff where, like, Aaron's like, nah, I, d- you have to let me go by myself. It's too dangerous. And then Armin and Mikasa's like, no, nah, wait, dude. We're coming with you. <laughs> and then, like, everyone just slowly shows up and is like, we're going too. And we're going too. And my sword. And my bow. And then Sasha's like, and my snacks. Yeah. <laughs> My potatoes. Krista shows back up and Ymir is like outside in the snow waiting for her. Everyone's okay. Daz is alive. Uh, He's inside getting fed some hot chocolate and shit. And Krista is basically like, okay, no clap. Something's up here. (laughs) Like, how did you do that? And Ymir is just like, well, I guess if I have to tell someone my secret, it might as well be you. But then she just doesn't tell her her secret. And she's just like, so when I tell you my secret, you have to promise that uh, you will take back your name and like live your life as yourself. That's the gist. Yeah. And uh, that's the end of the flashback. There's a nice transition because this Ymir Krista flashback, the sun is rising right as she's telling uh, Krista this. And then it transitions to the tower where the sun is also rising right at that moment. Really scared. Why are you scared? I'm really scared. Well, don't be scared. It's okay because creepy little fucking nasty Ymir Titan is here to save the day. Hell yeah, dude. I hate the look of this Titan. Brian, name name it. Name this Titan, Brian. Wait, what was this Titan again? The nasty fucking little Ymir Titan. I'll I'll give you a picture. You're gonna this will be very dangerous territory. When I watched this the first time, I was like, the Titan on the building in Connie's hometown is the most disgusting Titan of all time, right? Yeah. <laughs> 
two episodes later, I'm like, never mind. I hate this one more than I have hated anything in my <laughs> entire life. There's just something about it that rubs me the wrong way. It has like the body of a baby. And then like its teeth are all weird and gnashy. And it's got the long hair and the tiny little beady eyes and the yeah, giant head. Tiny uh, body. Huh. Giant head, tiny body. Huh. I don't like him either. He, he looks like Boss Baby, but like really yeah, the body of Boss, boss baby. baby. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do a, I'm gonna do an edit of that. Can I throw a suggestion out there? Um, it looks like Steven Tyler, so maybe we should call it the <laughs> Steven Tyler Titan. <laughs> but yeah, this nasty little fucking thing just starts like tearing through these Titans uh, at the bottom of this castle, it's like a gremlin. Yeah, right. It's like a, it's like, it moves like a jumping spider, just like hopping Titan to oh, Titan. I didn't even think of yeah. that. It makes me really uncomfortable and I don't like it. Jumping spider is a very good comparison. Krista is getting so upset by the whole situation that she just fucking falls off the tower and Reiner saves her by like grabbing her leg. But he's so like disturbed by the fact that this is the Titan that ate what we can assume, I guess, is his friend. Um, and so he just starts like twisting Krista's leg out of anger. He has a Vietnam flashback moment. He does. Yeah. I wrote in my notes again on a second bullet point. Uh, God, I hate this Titan so much. <laughs> Everyone kind of has this realization because uh, Ymir is like, she could easily avoid getting like attacked by the Titans herself by just like staying on the, the side of the, the castle wall. Um, but everyone starts to realize, oh, she is on our side right now. Like she is not staying on the castle to protect us from the castle falling down because the structural integrity is going to shit. And she is not running away. And that could only mean that she is working for us right now specifically to save us yeah because there's this discussion about is she an enemy because she's a titan she's been hiding this so uh -huh. which side is she on krista doesn't like this and she like jumps onto the side of the tower and she like basically says the exact same speech that ymir gave her the whole you yes. are just doing this to die a hero don't die a hero the best like the best revenge is to live your life as who you are. So like live, take down this fucking tower. And she does. Ymir has this sick moment where she like jumps onto the tower and just starts grabbing bricks and throwing them into Titan's heads. It's cool. I also like, so right before this, uh, they kind of asked the crew asked like, Krista, did you know this? And Krista's oh, yeah. like, no. And it's strange because I was closest to her. And then there's like this weird shot when she's like talking about being close to her of Ymir just like forcing Krista to drink. <laughs> yeah. Some friend, huh? It's the most tender moment you can share with another human being, them forcing a beer down your throat. <laughs> and the tower starts to fall. And I love this moment where Reiner is like, all right, everyone brace yourselves. This is actually fucking happening right now. And the tower starts to fall, but Ymir jumps up and is like, all right, everyone. Get on my head. She says that in much fewer words. Um, something like want, live, get on, I think. Yeah. Uh, and everyone just jumps in her hair. And I find this shot uh, funny, but also kind of epic of Ymir like jumping down onto the ground with everyone just like holding onto her hair for dear life. Yeah. But yeah, they, they all get down okay. But then it turns out the Titans survived the castle crumbling on top of them. Uh, and they're all coming out and they just start fucking tearing Ymir apart, like ripping off her limbs. And Krista is like, Ymir, no! And just goes running in, 
like, what the hell is she going to do against six Titans? I do like uh, when Connie is like, yo, ugly, you got a job to finish. That's <laughs> yeah. before could give your runs in. Yeah. And I love this. Just like the tension of Krista running towards the Titans, the reveal of the Titan coming around the corner, and then the release of the tension with Mikasa showing up. And then like, we kind of get a wider shot of all of the Levi squad rushing in. And this moment just fucking rules. I think, I think it's like pretty much the most of the survey core. Actually. Is it? Yeah. Because remember, we've seen them. This is also something worth mentioning. We saw them, you know, at um, Air Meek. And they're mm-hmm. like, we got to head to Oakguard Castle or whatever. Right. But then it's been so long. We've totally forgotten that they were on their yeah. way. Yep. Yeah. So this is twice now. The show really has set it up that our characters are in a hopeless situation. First, on top of the tower that's when Ymir is revealed to be a Titan. Mm-hmm. And then second, once again, looks like we're in a hopeless situation. And then all of a sudden, the Survey Corps finally arrives. Yeah, and something I really like about this is the situation is hopeless, right? But it doesn't paint the characters as doing nothing within it. Like, they're all actively doing things to try to survive, like fighting off the Titans in the castle, like the whole thing with the cannon. Like, no one's just like laying down to die. Like these characters are ones that are still like fighting tooth and nail to survive. And God, it's kind of like the portal scene from Avengers Endgame. Spoiler alert. But like uh, fucking Mikasa showing. Have you not? That has to be a lie. Uh, No, I still have not seen Avengers Endgame. Never mind. What the fuck, Brian? (laughs) (laughs) So you haven't seen two of the... Fucking Brian, your Photoshop. <laughs> what <laughs> eyes are those? <laughs> Whose eye is that? Baby's eye. Jesus it's fucking Christ, Brian. <laughs> Don't send shit like that when I'm trying to berate you for not having seen two of the biggest cultural milestones of all time. <laughs> Brian, if what we post boss, that baby? with the episode, nobody's going to fucking know that that's Boss Baby. Until they listen. No, that's, what, that's, what, that's what's awesome. <laughs> that's what's awesome. Uh, okay. Anyways, I just wrote, fuck yes, Mikasa. Fuck yes, Levi squad. Also, we get this funny moment. Something that looks very unnatural is Aaron flying around on his ODM gear. Because mm-hmm. he's kind of been on like... on. He rarely does that. Yeah, he's been yeah. grounded, right? Like, Because yeah, they don't no, want him to die. Yeah, for the most part. He kills the Titan. He kills the Titan. He's like, my first kill. And it's true. We've never seen Aaron kill a Titan on ODM gear. It was so weird. It was so fucking weird. Yeah, there's something unnerving about it. Also, this is chapter 30, and he's killing his first Titan with ODM gear. There's something my favorite is this this is him just getting excited and want to do it. Like he was supposed to just hang back, and they're like, you fucking idiot. He's like, yeah, yeah. (laughs) immediately. (laughs) Like, immediately. Someone's like, Sit the fuck down, Aaron. And then the episode ends with Historia running up Ymir and being like, all right, deal's a deal. My real name is Historia. Very tender scene at the end. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck that's supposed to mean. (laughs) Well, because it does kind of sound, it sounds like official, you know? Like it sounds, there's something about like, like, you know, Historia, history. It just seems like kind of royal or noble or something to me. Yeah. Like we know that she's... I'd make the same argument that there's something noble about that kind of name. Yeah, and which we know she was forced, something we didn't mention, was forced to join the Survey Corps because like, she's the illegitimate daughter of somebody. 
Um, we just don't know who yet. But yeah, those are the episodes. Uh, good bundle of episodes. Let's rate them, shall we? So this episode that we just watched right now, I'm definitely going to give a wall rose. I was going to say, I think both of these are going to be wall rose for me, four out of five. Um, just very solid interactions, suspense, subverting expectations. Um, there's just a lot of what I love in this show. Um, coupled with great action. So definitely four out of five for both these episodes for me. For chapter 29, episode four, I think I am going to go down to a trust. I enjoyed it, but it did feel a bit like a slog to get through it. And I don't know if that's just because like I remembered what the next episode was going to be. Oh, I don't know. I'm a little conflicted now. I'm just going to I'm just going to say trust Rose, trust Rose, and I'm going to stick to my guns and I'm not going to second guess myself. Brian, what's your ratings? I think episode four, I'm going to give a rose. And then episode five, I'm going to give a trost. Oh, so you're the opposite. Yeah, I thought, well, I thought episode four had, uh, it had the really good twist at the end. The real, the really good yeah. reveal that leaves you in a cliffhanger. Mm-hmm. And I really liked the, um, the funny moments that were in it. Because th- those moments, like, were yeah. the, probably the moments that made me laugh the hardest. There is some so good I thought comedy. it was yeah, and um, and the part with uh, what's the guy who, what's the name of the guy who takes the Titan and he carries it Reiner. on his fucking like Reiner. shoulders, Reiner. Yeah, I thought it had really good moments with him, obviously. Mm-hmm. And then five, um, I gave it a trust just because I just thought it was a little lesser than episode four, just overall. We do get a lot, and it's been this whole season so far, but really getting to understand like these secondary characters that we haven't spent as much time with. Um, And I I really fucking love that. Like I love getting all these like smaller moments with Reiner and Connie and Barrett Hole actually getting to speak some lines. Um, It's good stuff. Uh, Uh, On a point Brian mentioned, something we really haven't talked about a lot with this show is for a show that's so brutal and disturbing, it does humor really, really well. That like, is there are yeah. super funny moments in this show that just like hit so hard. Like it's got really good comedic relief. Yeah, and I think it's so good because it's so human too. Like they don't try to do, here's the setup and here's the punchline. Like it's always just like, <laughs> we know these characters in the relationship so well that like these are things that would only really be funny knowing all the context. Um, and they do so well setting up all these things that like in the context, like, oh, okay, that's fucking hilarious. Do we have any submissions for Tilf in this episode? When when Ymir's Titan was falling, I realized even though it's got a strange body, she has a very round ass. <laughs> she do got a butt. <laughs> um, there's also this uh, Titan that stood out to me. What did I call him? The bull cut Luigi yes! Titan? Yeah, yeah, he has a bull cut <laughs> and a weird little mustache. <laughs> Yeah. I liked him too. <laughs> and then there is one more. This isn't a tilf. It's just one that I wanted to point out. It's like a fat blonde one that Nanaba goes to take down. And it looks like the CEO of a company that does not treat its employees well. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> it's so it's so specific. Why is it so specific? But no tilfs though. I don't think definitely n- not the boss baby type. Listen. You can have the best butt on God's green earth. I'm not going to go anywhere near you if you have the body of a child. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> so I know Ben really wanted to touch on this. So the end credit scene, we we said we we're gonna talk about it. Let's fucking talk about it. So I took some like semi in depth notes so we can kind of go through them one by one because even having seen the show, I don't know <laughs> if I have a very good idea of what's going on with these. So I do want to talk about them a bit more in the spoiler section. But for now, the first image we have is of this. It's it kind of looks like a devil. Like it's this blonde buff creature with horns and a tail. And it's like standing. It looks like a woman to me. The creature? Yeah. Well, because it is standing next to a woman. So I guess its gender has not been defined. But it is this horned beast with a tail. And the woman. Horny beast. Yeah. That's Reiner. (laughs) (laughs) The blonde lady has like an apple in her hand. Either she's handing it to it or it is handing it to her. And I don't know what this means in the context of this show, but it like reminds me of like, you know, like kind of Garden of Eden eating the forbidden fruit, like that kind of imagery. And this is like of all the images we see, like kind of in a more ancient Catholic art style. Yeah. So the kind of the way to describe some of these arts, like some of them look like um, like paintings on like stone. Some look like carvings on stone. Some look like carvings on wood. Some look like drawings in a mm-hmm. book. So it's a lot of variation in the art style. A lot of them look like like almost like caveman drawings to me. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, some of them do. But do you have any thoughts on that first one, Brian? Because I'm, I don't know. I'm kind of thinking this might be suggesting at like maybe the origin of Titans, like some sort of eating of the forbidden fruit that led to titans somehow i don't know i was watching through them and i couldn't make heads or tails of most of them except for like one stop me when i get to it then but for most of them i couldn't like i i couldn't come up with anything for what was happening in them so the next one there are a bunch of people uh, fighting with like shields and like spears like very like kind of nordic weapons and it they seem to be fighting titans at least some sort of giants, which I'm assuming are titans. This just seems like like a historical sketch. But also a weird thing I noticed was that the titan in this image has nipples. Titans don't normally have nipples, <laughs> which is kind of why I'm hesitant to say that it is a titan. Yeah, I don't know about that. Uh, the next one after that, it's kind of this image of... This again looks more like something you might find in a church. It's like some sort of noble with like a group of advisors or something. And they're looking down on children who, and I don't know if I was looking at this right because there was kind of like a pause button right on it, but it looks like children that are like eating hearts or something bloody. (laughs) Am I correct? Is that what I was looking at? I'm not going to confirm or deny anything about this. Okay, fair enough. (laughs) The next one, this one is kind of the simplest. So it's again like a sketch and it looks like some sort of like mass exodus, like people being led somewhere in a giant line. Yeah, this is the one. It reminded me of um, Trail of Tears. Trail of Tears. It reminded exactly, me a lot of yeah. that. It looks like a bunch of people being like evicted from their town or their homes. Yeah, and I I feel like there is like sort of a conflict there when I look at this because like that was the first thing my went my mind went to as well, which is like this trail of tears, like people being led away from their homeland. But I feel like it could yeah. also be like maybe leading like people being led to a promised land because I I don't remember. It, I think they're being led like towards the sun, like a Moses type thing. Yeah, but it do, there does seem to be something sinister about it that I don't like. Yeah. 
Then the next one, we have like an image of birds flying in front of what well, at first I thought was an ocean, um, but then titans start rising from it and it kind of looks more like dirt after that. So I'm thinking maybe it's a desert. And then the last one, and this is the one I thought was the most interesting, was it's just like this cave painting style of thing where it is like a company of giants kneeling to a giant woman. Uh, it just like visually looked interesting. And then something I had to note was there's a big X through the giant woman. Like someone took a sword or a knife or something and like slashed through the stone on the walls on that woman. Brian, you have any more thoughts about this? Not really. I'll, I'll see if I can, I'll try and like think about it more and watch it more throughout the episodes and try and come up with like something, especially as we're getting more information with each episode. Yeah. Cause I'm trying to just like connect things I'm seeing in these images to things in the show. Like obviously these are all revolving around some kind of giants, but like the giants and all the imagery are like drawn differently, like in different ways. Like we have the one that looks more like a demon and then we have ones that look more like humans and like, they're not drawn like, how you're expecting a Titan to look. Yeah, they're not like straight Titans. Before I forget, um, real quick, do you guys know the language that this song is being sung in? No. Do you guys notice <laughs> no it? No way. No. You didn't pick it up? So here, it's a trick question. It's in English. Is it? Yeah. I'm going to read you guys the lyrics now. It's pretty short. Wait, it's actually English. Yes, it's in English. Best part, the singer's a man. <laughs> What, did they just like what? use the chorus effect on Adobe Audition and <laughs> pitch his voice up as well? Um, so the lyrics go, song in the birdcage, should I sing if I sing? Sky look wind tomorrow, blow today, blow today. Morning in the bird, spend with me, blow tomorrow, every single day it is next to you. Surely come in the morning one day, say hello, to expand the hand to the other side of town, or the side of other town. Surely not a custom divert alone. Come morning, everyone, laugh again with me. And then it repeats the first verse. What the fuck? Okay, join us next week when I print those lyrics out and do an in-depth breakdown line by line. Because <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> so yeah, this in ending is very interesting. And that's why I think it's it'll be fun to kind of spend time each episode on it. Yeah, we'll do it like a keeping up with the Kardashians, but it's like keeping up with the end <laughs> credits of Attack on Titan season two. But yeah, Brent, what I want to know your thoughts on, because like this is where I was at the first time watching this, is that in the first season we learned there was a Titan that infiltrated the walls and it was Annie. Right. I kind of thought like that was going to be that, but now we have another person who's a Titan that is in the walls that is with our main characters. And so like, what do you think is going on? Like, do you think that Annie and Ymir were in cahoots? Like, what do you think their their goal was uh, in, like, infiltrating the walls? I don't think that they have anything to do with one another. Okay. Why not? I Again, I can't remember anything to save my fucking life. But <laughs> It's okay. Me I either. don't remember them. <laughs> I don't remember seeing them, like, in their human form interacting with each other at mm -hmm. all. But maybe that's what they want us to think is mm -hmm. that we've never seen them together. We've never seen them in the same room. <laughs> or so, so they're the same person. <laughs> maybe they're the same Titan. <laughs> maybe it's like maybe it's like Mario where he he gets a mushroom like he's small and then he gets a mushroom and then he grows big. 
So it's oh, like okay. we have the small Titan right. and then the big Titan. And then the small Titan turns into the big Titan. Okay, so you think... We've never seen them in the same room. Wait, so then what turns Annie into Ymir? A giant mushroom. Oh, okay, so it's all it all has to do with the mushroom. <laughs> it all comes back to the mushroom. Yeah. I like that answer. The other it's thing very I'm very very interested to hear is so we, we see that flashback with Reiner and Bertholdt and this third person who is revealed that Ymir as a Titan eats this third person. And I'm kind of curious if you have any thoughts on who this third person might be and why is Ymir eating them? Fun? I mean, yeah, that's, for that's fun. Kind of what we've seen of Titans isn't that so what, far. Isn't that what yeah, isn't that what Titans that's what why Titans eat people. Like they don't need food or anything to survive. They just eat people mm -hmm. literally for fun. Mm -hmm. Just because they can. And as far as I who who it is, you got me on that one. He looked like a cool guy, I gotta say. <laughs> I wish I knew more about him. I like his design. Peace, cool guy. Rest in peace, cool guy. I have nothing else to say outside the realm of spoilers in this episode. So go. <laughs> no. Well, go and in a I second because I have to let everyone know that uh, next week we are going to be covering season two, episode six, uh, which is called I'm blanking. What's it called? How can you forget? We've been building. <laughs> I, know, up the I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. It's just brain farting. Okay, <laughs> season two, episode six, Warrior. Uh, only one episode next week, so just watch that singular episode uh, and then come back to hear us run our fucking mouths about it. Brian, get the hell out of here because we're going into spoilers. I fade into the shadows. Goodbye. Oh! <laughs> that was a good bit. <laughs> we are now in the spoiler section. If you have not, if you're not fully caught up with the Attack on Titan anime, do not continue to this point. Although I don't think I have anything to say on season four, episode one. So well, I since that is, that's now out, or do you? I was no no no. I was just going to okay. say that I think going forward we shouldn't spoil things in season four. Um, yeah, probably right. Just to be safe in case people like don't have time to watch it or whatever. Um, so we will only be sticking to things like up through season three. So we're not going to spoil season four. At least we'll try not to, and we'll cut it out if we do. <laughs> uh, so episode four, I had quite a few things written down in here. The Ymir and Reiner interactions are very fun to watch, uh, knowing that Reiner is also a Titan. Because, again, it does that fucking duality of so well of, like, Reiner reacting, knowing that he's a Titan, but then also trying to hide it from Ymir because he doesn't know what's going on with her. There's just, like, all these layers to that conversation they're having that is really fun. Yeah, the way they make eye contact, it's like they both kind of figure out at the same time, like... Oh, wait a minute. Because, like, the way Gelgart reacts to the writing, he's just like, ah, whatever. I can't yeah. read this. But Reiner is much more startled because I don't know exactly if it's Reiner pretending he can't read it or if it's a language that Reiner can't read, but he recognizes, like, it's like mm -hmm. um, what would be like Arabic to us or something, you know, like something, oh, something from outside of Paradise, obviously. I definitely interpreted it as he can read it as well, but he's trying to like do like the double cross of like pretending that he doesn't know what it says. That's what I think. Oh, 
based on his reaction. Yeah, like kind of just like feeling around. Like he's like, I'm not going to say anything until you say something. Because I feel like he's trying to figure out if Ymir is an ally. Because like he has seen the Beast Titan, knows that Zeke is here. So I feel like he's maybe trying to figure out like, did Zeke somehow like get us another ally in here? But like then again, Ymir has been with us the whole time. Like I feel like he's just trying to like get her to say something before he says something. Yeah. He also says I, the interaction of them both accusing each other to being gay. That was really funny. Yeah. Given that right. Reiner was actually right. Yeah. Hey, Ymir could also be right. Maybe Reiner's a little bi. Yeah, we don't know. We don't know. Aaron Reiner interactions later on, later on you know. <laughs> <laughs> the flashback, the little flashback we got, honestly refreshed a lot of bullshit for me because I was forgetting like almost everything to do with Ymir uh, up until this point. And like just seeing that flashback of uh, her eating, I even forget who the other dude is, but his name, we get his name like once or twice. It's Marcel, um, but I don't expect you to remember that. But so like Ymir got turned into a Titan. She was just wandering the wastelands forever. And then she ate this guy who had the draw Titan. And Mm -hmm. okay, got it. That was, she's not shown in the flashback, but like, Annie Reiner and Bertolt are together with this fourth guy, Marcel. Right. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. After, we we forgot to mention this in the episode, but Reiner has the line, like, after he, like, sacrifices himself a million times where he's like, uh, I guess this just means I'm a good soldier or whatever. Or, you know, like, I've got what it takes to be a soldier. And then Bertolt yeah. kind of side, side-eyes him and is like, well, in the old days, Reiner was more of a warrior. So, like, yeah. we kind of see that Bertholdt is picking up on, like, Reiner having this conflict inside of him. And it's almost like he's like, okay, remember who you are, dude. Um, there was also, uh, right before that, uh, when they kind of fight back the first Titan, Reiner, like, turns to Bertholdt, like, we're going home. And Bertholdt's like, yeah, we're going home. Which, they, they've done that uh, before. Yeah, like, yeah, we yeah. know that. We're not talking about some town in Walmaria. Uh-huh. I honestly forgot how early they show us that flashback of their friend getting eaten by Ymir. The reason I asked Brian because I was curious if he'd pick up like Annie and Aaron don't eat people ever. Um, I was wondering if you'd pick up on the fact that it's weird to see Ymir just eating a person uh, if she is a but he didn't seem to think anything of it. I like how the spoiler section is pretty much the what shady shit is Reiner and Bertholdt doing this week section. (laughs) Yeah, that's basically what it is for season two. In the second episode, I mean, the obvious one, and this like circles around every single form like forever because it is an incredible little thing, is Barrett Holt going to bite his hand when the tower is yeah. about to come down. Yeah, everyone talk about that. It's even drawn in the manga that way. It's so fucking good. And it's like, it's so like looking back, it's like, really, how did I not see that? But it, it's not like going for the hand is something new. Like that's what Aaron does. Such a split second shot. You're not even looking at Bear Holt. Cause it's like, cause Kreese does really like the forefront of that shot mm-hmm. or Historia. Um, I also just yeah. wrote down, there was just, I don't even remember what specifically, but there was just more nonsense with like a double, double cross of like, uh, Reiner and Ymir kind of like just side-eyeing each other and trying to get the other one to reveal something before they do. Yeah, um, I also think it's very interesting to see like Reiner and Bertholdt like risking their lives right before yes, they're going to betray Yes, 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 yes. Oh, and the funny thing, well, the other thing I was going to say, when Bertholdt's like biting his hand, <laughs> that's just like 
it's so funny to think about like he everyone's dead in that situation right Bertolt, yeah I myself transforming like he's not like any other titan when the colossal uh-huh. tri- titan transformed everyone's dead around that yeah that's a fact but i mean then again we don't see Barrett Holt really do anything heroic to help everyone. We see him do something heroic to help Reiner specifically in the last episode, whereas Reiner is doing shit left and right to save other people. For sure. That is like Reiner has kind of adopted that soldier mentality, whereas Bertolt has always held on to the idea that he doesn't care about the people in the walls, even though he is conflicted. It's not like he's not conflicted. We see later on he's conflicted about this. Yeah. And um, there's a line way later on in the season three battle where he's like, who would want to do this? Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, it also makes sense to what we were joking about with like, Barrett Holt doesn't talk, you know? He is the quieter one. He isn't making these relationships as much as Reiner is. Yeah. Which like gives him the ability to like, you know, kind of disassociate himself from the things that they're going to do a bit more. Uh, Do you have anything else in the actual episode? When Ymir is talking about she was hated for the world for just existing. We don't really know at this point what that means. Maybe it's like a similar backstory to Historia, but we now know like Eldian. She's yeah. talking about the Eldian race mm-hmm. just being for the world she's hated for. We don't know too much about that town. We're going to eventually see that flashback of her in that weird town and they give her the name Ymir and worship her. Yeah. Um, and then it's by assumedly Marley soldiers mm-hmm. and eventually she's, she's up on the wall, transforms Titan. But like to now like fully understand that context of what that line really means. Yeah. Um, that's pretty, that's pretty apparent. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the only other thing, uh, just of course, Reiner and Bertolt's reactions to seeing Ymir. Oh um, yeah, of course. <laughs> but yeah, that's pretty much all I have to know. So, okay. Here's as far as, Spoilers up to the end of season three, my theories on these end cards. The first one, this like weird demon thing giving the girl the apple. I definitely think that that's like some sort of first, like a a god handing down the power of the Titans to humans for the first time. That's what that feels like to me. Eat this apple, kind of like eating a person gives you the powers, like the apple has the Titan powers in it. That's my thought on that one. The people fighting the titan with the weapons i don't think there's anything deeper to that uh but like these noble people and like just like all these adults in fancy clothing staring down at these children like eating some sort of like like carcass like that's gotta be them like passing on titan powers somehow like they're like children eating hearts or whatever of the people that had the titans in them so they could like keep the powers passing down or whatever I don't know. That's my thought on that. The mass exodus. I feel like maybe I should have an explanation for this already. I don't know if I'm just not remembering. Like maybe this has something to do with how everyone got into the walls. Uh, Titans rising from the desert. Obviously we see this imagery later with the people who get kicked off the wall and turned into Titans. Like, and they like fucking just become exhausted and like face plant in the desert and then (laughs) rise up later somehow. I don't know. Again, terrible memory. And then the last one I think is really interesting because I feel kind of the most confident on this is like these giants kneeling. I didn't count them, but I'm assuming they're all the warrior titans. They're all the like fancy ones, maybe like the original ones, the original like uh, badass titans. Uh, And then the mother is like the original founding titan who they're all like kneeling to and worshiping. And I don't know, the X through her face really like... Like, I'm wondering if that is some sort of 
Marley in person, like crossing the founding Titan off the wall. I don't know. The only thing I'll say is that first picture, the creature with the little girl, we've seen that imagery and actually seen it a couple times in season three. So it's the same image we see. I don't know if you remember Historia with her sister, Frida. She's reading a book and we see this image in the book. Oh, okay. And then yeah, yeah. we also see in Marley propaganda talking about the story Marley of propaganda. But that, that, I think that's the only indications I'll give. Okay, because I was going to ask if there was anything I should know by now that I was just forgetting. Yeah, no. It's like the same image. So they refer to Titan or Eldians as devils, remember? Mm. Um, and- okay, okay. So then I'm feeling a bit more confident about my theory that this is like, you know, a devil giving humans these powers if it's like Marlin propaganda. Okay, cool. Cool. I definitely like that you had us go back through and look at these a bit more because I, I had a, I kind of had a blast like theorizing about these in my head. Is that all we have? Yeah, that's all we have to talk about. All right, everybody. Thank you for listening to Tea Time with Titans. Uh, if you like what you heard, please follow us uh, so you don't miss a single episode of this podcast. So we have a bonus feed now. It's called Tea Time with Titans Extras. Right now we are covering episodes of season four as they come out. So we have the first episode up on there already. We also might do stuff in the future like the OVAs we would put on there if we ever did them. And just like bonus things along those lines. We are part of the Orion Valley Productions podcast network where you can listen to our other podcasts such as Ravnik Avengers, which is a real play D&D podcast that Ben and I are on. Uh, There's also Frankly I Love Movies, uh, a film review podcast hosted by our very own Josh Wall. It's a good podcast. Listen to it. I'm on a couple episodes. Thank you to Chris Rowe for editing this podcast. Next week, we are just watching episode six, which is Warrior. Uh, So watch that. Tune back in in seven days to hear us blab our mouths about it. It is one of, I'll keep my my opinions for this episode uh, for the episodes, but it is one of my favorites, one of everybody's favorites. So it's going to be a good one. Uh, See you all then. (laughs) 